under the leadership of the Holy Spirit. And we pray the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace to take a corrective measure. Wherever we may be affected, Daddy, we pray, give unto us in the name of Jesus. We commit all our singles in the house, all our children, young adults, youth in the house, or married, Daddy, we commit them the grace to be able to take this teaching and equip themselves with it. Lord, give unto them in the name of Jesus. Let there be a light. Let there be a release of light into this teaching to every one of us that are here and those who will hear it after much in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah God. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Thank you, Mommy and Daddy that are here tonight. I'm so sorry. You can't see the camera because the battery is a little bit low. But glory be to God, you can hear me. Devil is a liar. Today, I'm continuing on the teaching I commenced last week. We are looking through the topic which says, Keys to Successful Marital Journey. Let me start by saying, God is the initiator of marriage. He's the vice chancellor. He's the owner of it. Initiated this as in control. He has not changed. He's still in existence. And he's still in the rulership of every home. Just allow him to penetrate your home and you get the best out of it. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I said, when we look at the creature, everything God created was in order. Anywhere that orderliness is missing, there's going to be a chaos. I said marriage is an institution. And until you see it as that, one might still be missing it. It's an institution that is his only God that set it up. Please, I want you to start joining the single. Because God is teaching out to them this afternoon. I want the singles in the house, the unmarried, the young adults to pay attention. And also we mothers. Pay attention to this series that I'm taking. There is orderliness in marriage and we must follow it. I began last week by saying, this teaching I am taking is not to castigate anybody. It's not to bring down anybody. It's not to ridicule anybody. But rather, to prepare our children, the upcoming generation, and also we mothers that we might find ourselves to be able to take some corrective measures and retrace back ourselves and go back to God because I believe God is a God of second chance. God is a God of repentance. God is a God of correction. So peradventure you have seen something that you didn't do well in the course of my teaching. Please don't look down on yourself. Don't bring down your head. Don't say, oh, I'm gone. Don't say, oh, I'm doomed. Don't say, oh, it is finished. No. You can go back to God and say, God, I just saw myself. I never knew I didn't do it right. And God will give you a new chance. God will give you a second chance. That is why it's our God. He's always available to embrace us. So don't look down on yourself and don't think it is all over for you. I pray that Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Marriage is not something that you just jump it into. But eventually you are here. Maybe it was because you had a pregnancy 
when you are young and by so doing you fail to follow the orderliness into marriage and you are into it. I pray to God Almighty, the God of heaven that is bringing this teaching your way will surely rescue that marriage in the name of Jesus. So what am I saying? If God can take patience, if God can be orderly and he did not create you and I as number one creature, he chose to create us last. He created every other thing that we will need. Then he created us last. Then it means my God, your God, believe in orderliness. And that is why there was no, we couldn't see chaos in every of his creation. So if our God is a God of orderliness, the same orderliness, he has programmed it into marriage. I cited an instant last week. I said, have you ever seen a student going in for an accounting course? Book or job? Movelosi Harvard. Movelosi Yale. Movelosi this college. No! There are process to go in there. You can't have that certificate without a process. First process, you must look for the school that has the course you want to study. You get your application in. They, 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 they look at your application. Do you fit in? They send you your acceptance. They send you your, your what it's called, letter that you have been admitted. Then you begin the course. You go through the course for so many years that it's applicable. After which, you do the exam. After that, they convocate you, you graduate. Now, school is a process. Marriage is a process. And I lay emphasis on some key words I want to recap. Because of those who are joining us for the first time today, I said, how expensive a, a wedding is does not connote a successful marriage. Singles, please hear me. Oh, I want my wedding to be the best in time. Glory be to God. Oh, I want to I want to use the best all for my reception. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to order my wedding gown from the United States of whatever. It's good. But excuse me. Having an expensive wedding does not mean you have a successful marriage. The most expensive wedding gown you used does not connote a successful marriage. A good marriage begins from a good wedding. Don't just jump into a marriage. Singles, no matter what, no matter how love may want to cover our eyes. Don't ever for no reason carry your bag, carry your load and go under the roof of a man without your due diligence. Without the necessary marital rights done over you. Don't lose your respect. Don't lose your value. Even if you have pregnancy, they still go through the needful which I don't encourage. With that, which I don't even preach. Hallelujah. How many people, how, how many dignitaries, oh, I want this so so language, I want this honorable, I want this as governor, I want this abbas, I want this. No, let me tell you. How many people, oh, I want 1,000 people to be in my, in my reception. I want 2,000 crowd. Hallelujah. If you can get it, no doubt about it. I'm not discouraging it. But what I'm saying is this. How many people, or how many dignitaries in attendance, during your wedding, 
does not connote a successful marriage. The only thing that can do, it can only add a glamour to that one day, not even the marriage. That will only add a glamour. A day glamour. So what am I saying? Singles, mummies, ensure your children follows the orderliness in marriage. Which I will begin to say one after the other. I will talk about it one after the other. Don't let, don't just give your daughter to go under the roof of a man. Mommy, hear me, don't allow it, no matter what. And I say something. Wedding is not expensive. Except you want you 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 want it to be. Don't say ah, mommy, where the where the man go? No. Let me shock you, mommy. Don't allow any of your children to go outside your roof into a man's roof without a wedding. I repeat, wedding is part of the marital journey. Every of your child must go for wedding. And when I'm talking about wedding, it's inclusive of your introduction, your engagement, your reception, and your church wedding, and your church service. I said something last week. Do you know that engagement and church service is the most important? More valid, more important than registry. Registry is good. You can also do it, but biblically, engagement, I will show us in the scripture. Engagement should not be joke with. Ensure your children goes, go through it. Church wedding. Ensure your child goes through it. Let me echo it again. It is not expensive. Hallelujah. It is not expensive. Don't let anybody discourage you. you it can only be expensive if you want it to be. Look at me. When I did my wedding, I had my reception. I didn't go to any hall because I don't have the money. And I cannot stress my husband. I can't go into debt because I want to marry. Let me also emphasize the singles. Don't bury yourself in debt all because you want to have a flamboyant wedding. You pay for it when you get inside. I've seen it. Hallelujah. The woman, the man was telling us when the, the wala started. He was telling us, Mommy, Daddy, she caused it. She's dig my head into debt. All because she wants to have a flamboyant wedding. Wedding is not all about competition. Don't do any competition with your friend. Your friend parent may have money. Your friend may have the best of the money. Cut your coat according to your cloth, not your size. If you don't have the money for a big all, go to a field. Do your reception on the field. I did my own on the field. Because I don't have money for her. And it was glamorous. It was wonderful. Than for me to go into debt. Don't start your marriage with debt. I am taking my pen to echo this. Singles in the house. Mothers, as your children are preparing for their marriage, keep echoing it. Cut your clothes according to your clothes, not your size. Keep echoing it to them. Don't go for debt. Some people will go and get love because they want to do wedding. Wedding that is just a day. Wedding that you just want to feed people. Wedding that is not part of your marriage. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. 
a good marriage why did i emphasize that because i want to follow this statement i want to say this statement next a good marriage begins with a good wedding your child must do a wedding many homes today that are in chaos they are not enjoying because some things they need to go with into their marriage wasn't there when they were going in i pray for such marriages the lord will rescue it that is why you see in some churches they allow to me some people who pack in, into themselves house or probably they impregnated themselves and they started the home without the blessing of the parents, without the wedding. They allow them to come back and do to me. And the parents will bless them, the priest will bless them. Many people too don't know that a priestly blessing is also important in your marital journey. When I say a priestly blessing, make sure that it is a man of God that is called. Not somebody that goes into ministry because he's hungry. Somebody who has a true calling must be part of your marital journey. Mommies in the house, we are praying for our children marriage, but we must not elude this orderliness. The Lord who created marriages, who instituted that institution, has orderliness in place. So we got to follow it. You can't leave my roof without a wedding. You cannot leave my roof without taking my parental blessing. You cannot leave my roof without taking a priestly blessing. This is what is affecting many marriages today. The Lord will rescue such marriage in the name of Jesus. And that is why when you look at the life of Abraham, when Abraham took a wife for Isaac, the families of the bride, they were involved. He called them. And they gave gifts. There was an exchange of gifts. So it is biblical. And that is what I'm talking on. You starting your marital journey with engagement. And when we are talking on engagement, there are what you need to do in it. The engagement will begin with introduction. Many people today, they just jump into the marriage. They didn't do all these things. And they are paying dearly for it. That will not be the portion of our children in the name of Jesus. Laban and his family, they were also involved in the wedding. Between Jacob and Leah and Rachel. All this thing is biblical. So what am I saying? My mommies and my daddies, God has endowed these children into our care with some responsibility that we must take up over there and one of it is that your child must not leave your roof onto a man or woman or your your son may must not take a wife without a proper engagement procedure which began with introduction when we are talking about introduction that is a public introduction of it is a public introduction of the intention of the two of them Of the man of the woman some people they do it same day some people they do it apart but you must do it that is the time that the man and the woman that want to marry themselves they want to know each other and during this process the two parents must be there if the parent has died there must be somebody representing the parents 
Secrecy is dangerous. Don't go into secrecy. Thereafter, go into a marriage without this orderliness in place. It is risky. You want to go and sit on a gunpowder. Introduction is time you know them. Who is your mother? Who is your father? Who are your siblings? You know them. Hallelujah. So that at the end of the day, your children will not go and marry each other. When they don't know them, I've seen it happening. I've seen it. Hallelujah. Family allowance won't fair. Tori won't more. And that's a taboo. Hallelujah. So, mommy, ensure your children that is going to marriage began with this journey of introduction. After praying to God, confirming from God, I didn't say go to prophet to choose name for you. Marry John, marry Peter, marry Rachel, marry Maria. It's a lie. After you have prayed, that is why I always say, let your children know how to hear God. We commence a, a series now in Houston. During the seven Sundays, God mandated our children, seven a. We have been teaching them how to hear God. Do you know that you will not be the one that will hear you to marry for your child? You may be available to confirm. Hallelujah. If my children are getting married now, they must hear God. So when they bring that person to us, then confirmation, our own is confirmation. And if they are truly hearing God, there will not be a confusion. If what they are hearing, it is right, God will have revealed to me or, or daddy. So when they are bringing whoever they are bringing, there will not be a confusion because our God is not a God of confusion. We are going to hear the same thing. So what am I saying? The journey begins from you hearing God. Confirming who to marry. After getting that in place, the next thing is introduction. After they have gotten for some, some, it depends how many people they want to cut to know each other. The marital journey begins from introduction. Your children must do it. They must not take a daughter from your roof without knowing the father of, this, of the man. Without knowing the sibling of the man. Without knowing the pastor. Without knowing the friends. No. During the introduction, these people have to be present. The parents of the two, of the groom, and the bride. The two of them must be present. You must know them. If the true biological mother is late, there must be somebody that represents a mother in the life of this man. If the man, if the father is dead, there must be somebody that represents a father. There must be somebody you want to hand, you want to hand, uh, hand over your daughter to. So during the introduction, the two parents must be present. The siblings must be present. If they tell you, my siblings in America, mommy, I hate that you Lord, you Zoom. Eshe Skype. Hallelujah. a video introduction. Amen. So that by the time they relocated, they will not go and marry each other. Let them know each other. During the introduction, the two parents must be present. The siblings of the two of them. They are pastor. So many people, we, we, we seclude your pastor. In the marital journey, and they went in, they are paying for it now. I don't want my pastor to be there. I don't want my pastor to know. I don't want my mom. Oh, no, 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 no. They have some responsibility. They need to play. 
and the next people are the close relatives. All this thing I'm saying is not flamboyant except you want to make it expensive. When I had my introduction, it was within Apollo. And all that are necessary to be present, they were there. And I spent little. Amen. So don't let any man be telling you ah, it's going to be expensive. No, don't take it for him. Ah, introduction is going to be it's a, it's a double, it's a double money, it's a lie. When you read the book of Genesis, hallelujah. When Abraham's servant made his intention known to Rebecca. Rebecca took in to her family. So don't let anybody court you secretly. Don't let anybody marry you secretly. Marriage without a proper introduction is dangerous. Marriage without a proper introduction is chaos. You must be able to know who you know to know. Look at Jacob. Jacob also made known his marriage intention to Rachel. And they made them known to the Laban, who is the father. It is not secret. You can't be in a secret relationship and even proceed into a marriage and expect it to work. No. Let those who need to know, who needs to be aware of it, let them be aware of it. I pray that Lord will help us in Jesus' name. By so doing, you are given no place for the devil. By so doing, mommy, those who need to join their faith with you, we also join their faith with you. They praise along with you. And you have a successful journey as you began. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And after that, we proceed to the real dowry. We proceed to the engagement. Some people will tell you that it is expensive. No. It can only be expensive if you want it to be. And that is why I want to emphasize this. Dowry payment. The dowry payment is biblical. Nowadays, the young man will be telling you, I don't have the money. My sister, please don't take it. Dowry is not expensive, but it is biblical. It must be paid. It is the right of the bride family to ensure you and you must ensure you give it to them. Genesis 24 confirm it because of our time. I want all our mothers, God has given us that homework. Go and read Genesis 24 from verse 1 to end. Genesis 21 talks about introduction. It talks about dowry payment. It talks about engagement. You have to do it. Don't ever allow any man in your life to break that protocol. Whether you are in Western world, whether you are in Western Nigeria, whether you are Eastern Nigeria, whether you are in whatever, every, every one of us is doing it. Every one of us. Dowry payment is necessary and it is biblical. It represents exchange of gifts. If you are here, your husband has not paid it over you. Let them go back and pay it. It's biblical. It is. One God of so worrying. Can you shake my one tower? 
dowry represents exchange of gifts between the groom family and the bride family. The groom family they will give what is sometimes called compensation gifts. They were just trying to show a kind of appreciation, a kind of show of love that we appreciate this woman being you are about to give us. And let me read this place because of time. Genesis 24. Let me just take verse 53. But I want us to read the remaining ones. It will give you a better knowledge and understanding of what I'm saying. If they are telling you that there is expensive, say lie. Let me just say verse 53. And the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment and gave them to Rebekah. He gave also to her brother and to her mother precious gifts. The time of engagement is the time of exchange of gifts. That is why you see that when they brought all those dowry things, when they are going, we also show some kind of welcoming. It's a kind, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a mental balancing between the two families that we can flow together, that we can work together. So when they bring the dowry, when they bring gifts, the, the right family too, they, they give back something. Some people might, they might, it does not necessarily to be too expensive. Just make sure that something is in exchange. You are trying to balance this relationship that is about to commence. And also, the, the groom family is letting the bride family know that we appreciate this human being that's about to give them. And it is also even adding the color and the value to the woman. Woman, don't live without your dowry being paid. Your mother is not selling you. Neither is your father selling you. It's a form of appreciation. I pray that Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And it should be done willingly, not coerced. And let me also emphasize this. When they are asking for dowry things, make sure that whatever you are giving us the dowry is scripturally based. Don't go outside your faith. Don't go outside your Christianity. Don't let it affect your Christianity testimony. Do not compromise your faith in the name of giving dowry. If what they are asking to bring against your Christianity testimony, you don't do it. But just make sure that it's a precious gift. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And the real day is the parental blessing. That was why I said initially that mothers, when you are taking the alaga doko alaga duro, make sure that these people understand this aspect. I've seen some of them, they will just jump this aspect. They don't know what it carries. They don't know the spiritual implication of it. And they skip it. They, 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 they skip it. At times, they fast track it. This is the main real day of their engagement. Parents are blessing. I read from the book of Genesis 49-26. Engagement involves the release of parental blessings. This is a public pronouncement of the parents' blessing on their children. And it is very, very important. Singles, let me say this. Parental blessings are important to your life and destiny. Don't run to the man without taking your parental blessing. Don't say, I don't want my mother to be in my wedding. 
Don't say, I don't want my daughter, my father to attend my wedding. You must receive a public parental blessing on this day. Don't ever toy with it. Before and during your wedding, ensure you seek and receive the blessings of your parents. Some people today began their marriage without their parental blessing. They began their marriage with, with the cause of a parent. Don't allow that. It has implication on your marital journey. Parental blessing will take you far in life. Parental blessing will keep you moving. Look at the life of Jacob. Let's read that place. Genesis 49. Genesis 49, 26. Parental blessing will take you far. That is why I said it's very key. Genesis 49, verse 26. Genesis 49, verse 26. That's where we're going to stop for today. The blessings of my father have prevailed over the blessings of my progenitors. Unto the uttermost band of the everlasting gifts. They shall be on the head of Joseph. And on the crown of the head of him that was separate from his brethren. Marital journey, parental blessing will walk far, even to your generations. Look at the life of Jacob and Esau. The blessing that was proclaimed on Jacob fell on his 12 sons. All of these blessings manifest in their lives and the children. Can you see the importance of marital or parental blessing? Mothers, ensure this is given to your children as they proceed into the marital journey. Don't set out a child into a marital journey without a parental blessing. Parent, don't joke that section. Don't joke that don't joke with that section in your engagement. Ensure it is done rightly. Ensure proper time is given to it. Ensure you are allowed to bless them. Ensure that this is released upon them. And the Lord will help them in the name of Jesus. I want you to speak to God. For adventure in the course of today's teaching, you have seen yourself in one way or the other. Oh, I didn't do anything. I didn't do this. Oh, I didn't do this. Ask for God for mercy. Go before God. Probably maybe that is what you are paying for now. Probably maybe that is what is affecting that home. Probably that is what devil is laying out on. Lift up your voice and say, God, let your mercy rescue me. Let your mercy, if not for anything, so that your children will not also fall into sin. Because parental blessing is also generational. Look at the life of Jacob. Parental blessing is also generational. Parental blessing is also generational. Parental blessing is also generational. Lift up your voice and say, God, wherever I have seen myself in today's teaching, Lord, help me. Help me to retrace back myself. Oh God, help me. Lift up your voice and pray. And also pray for a single Lord, let them get it right. Hello, Lord, let them get it right. Let today's teaching have a part in their life. Let today's teaching progress their life. Let today's teaching set them free. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful God. In Jesus' name we pray. I want us to bring out our water as we pray over it. I want us to go and tell God and say, God, use 
the power of God that was used on River Jordan and brought cleanliness. Let's say power flows into this water and brings about cleanliness in my home. Cleanliness in my marriage. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Pray it with all your might. Pray it with all your strength. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Open the water as we have decreed over this water social. Power of liberation flows into this water. Power of liberation flows inside the water. In the name of In Jesus' mighty name we pray. All our mommies and daddies, let's get ready. Abiyamotito Stones, Minnesota, October the 2nd. Please, I want to beg God the flyer is out. October the 2nd, we are using the same venue. October the 2nd, please don't miss it. That will be the first Saturday in October. We are starting 10.30. Oluwani Isheo Aga Ibujoko. So we better call our mama. I job of God be a motor. We are in Minnesota. Let's go all out there. Mommy, don't come alone. Egbon ti mama yen so fun wa. Olorun ron mama yen si wa lati lo Nigeria. We propagate this Abiamo teacher to liberate as many mothers that are suffering in silence. Mommy, reach out to them. I'm going to be in Minnesota by the special grace of God. October 2nd, 10.30 for Abiamo teacher section. Also, Dallas, we thank Almighty God, the owner of this commission, the backbone of this ministry, the mighty man in warfare, the only one of Israel. You are here, please. I want us to do this together. Most of any Hallelujah. And let God use you. Um, Dallas Assembly has come to stay finally. We have our pastor on ground with the family by the special grace of God. They are on ground. If you have friends, you have neighbors, you have family that reside in Dallas and encourage them to be always be part of our service. The full service is ongoing already in, in Dallas. Okay, the full service has commenced. We are going to talk. The full service has commenced in Dallas. All our service, anointed man of God in charge, is also there. A pastor with a family, wonderful family, glorious family. Hallelujah. The grace of God is upon them. The backing of the grace of God upon this ministry is also with them. Please. Connect with that grace. Well, the recall is on ground now. Let me give you the address. And I will always be there every last Saturday. I will be there every last Saturday for Abiyamo Tito. I will always be there every last Saturday for Abiyamo Tito. The address is Christ Apostolic Church in Wallerican. 2100 Virginia Street of Career Road. 2100 Virginia Street, Half Career Road. 
of Career Road. Zip code is 75051. Endeavor to join us. Endeavor to always join us for our services and the grace of God upon our Father. We also flows to every one of us in the name of Jesus. And it shall be well with us in the name of Jesus. The show Please endeavor to join us and the Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. I want more. I do a con love and one more. I go make a rock too. The other Sunday. Oh my the Sunday caring. This Sunday he Ofe come when my button boom or lono. Mommy Jacob and Dara Pomoa. Alone a postoli. Load bay by the year California. Loro codes with them and dara for out. Or come my bally. I'll be bat shape. I'll see you. But in a lot of go my bawalo. Oh, you have a Jesu Pisolua. If I'm not your lono. If that what you have, Mimo. Oh, my bawag bay. Lat is a sealer. At lie lie. Amen. Amen. Ah, me lo ruko Jesu. 2021, it's our year of I'm well able. 